Hey, peeps, please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. All right, so now that that's out of the way, let's get into this. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment and the financial and media corporations that fund it exist for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. The establishment has trillions of dollars at stake in this election. For those who control the levers of power in Washington and for the global special interest, they partner with these people that don't have your good in mind. Our campaign represents a true existential threat like they haven't seen before. This is not simply another four-year election. This is a crossroads in the history of our civilization that will determine whether or not we, the people, reclaim control over our government. The political establishment that is trying to stop us is the same group responsible for our disastrous trade deals, massive illegal immigration, and economic and foreign policies that have bled our country dry. The political establishment has brought about the destruction of our factories and our jobs as they flee to Mexico, China, and other countries all around the world. It's a global power structure that is responsible for the economic decisions that have robbed our working class, stripped our country of its wealth, and put that money into the pockets of a handful of large corporations and political entities. This is a struggle for the survival of our nation. And this will be our last chance to save it. This election will determine whether we're a free nation or whether we have only the illusion of democracy, but are in fact controlled by a small handful of global special interests rigging the system, and our system is rigged. This is reality. You know it, they know it, I know it, and pretty much the whole world knows it. The Clinton machine is at the center of this power structure. We've seen this firsthand in the WikiLeaks documents in which Hillary Clinton meets in secret with international banks to plot the destruction of U.S. sovereignty in order to enrich these global financial powers, her special interest friends, and her donors. Honestly, she should be locked up. The most powerful weapon deployed by the Clintons is the corporate media, the press. Let's be clear on one thing. The corporate media in our country is no longer involved in journalism. They're a political special interest, no different than any lobbyist or other financial entity with a total political agenda. And the agenda is not for you, it's for themselves. Anyone who challenges their control is deemed a sexist a racist, a xenophobe. They will lie, lie, lie. And then again, they will do worse than that. They will do whatever is necessary. The Clintons are criminals, remember that. This is well documented. And the establishment that protects them has engaged 
in a massive cover-up of widespread criminal activity at the State Department and the Clinton Foundation in order to keep the Clintons in power. They knew they would throw every lie they could at me and my family and my loved ones. They knew they would stop at nothing to try to stop me. Nevertheless, I take all of these slings and arrows gladly for you. I take them for our movement so that we can have our country back. I knew this day would arrive. It's only a question of when. And I knew the American people would rise above it and vote for the future they deserve. The only thing that can stop this corrupt machine is you. The only force strong enough to save our country is us. The only people brave enough to vote out this corrupt establishment is you, the American people. Our great civilization has come upon a moment of reckoning. I didn't need to do this, folks, believe me. I built a great company, and I had a wonderful life. I could have enjoyed the fruits and benefits of years of successful business deals and businesses for myself and my family, instead of going through this absolute horror show of lies, deceptions, malicious attacks. Who would have thought? I'm doing it because this country has given me so much, and I feel so strongly that it's my turn to give back to the country that I love. I'm doing this for the people and for the movement, and we will take back this country for you, and we will make America great again. everybody doing it appears that the notifications are down on foxhole as well as pilled looks like their email system isn't working right now i just checked with the uh, the founders looked over there at, uh, at at the two mats and asked them what's going on and yeah looks like the emails are down so we're going to have a very as methods would say very comfy show because <laughs> you know of course we're not on youtube or any of that stuff anymore so we are on pilled.net as well as the foxhole, then uh, I think with Twitter and Rumble, we just started doing that. Um, a few other ones, and then of course Jason, he uh, you know ends up mirroring these to Gab TV, as well as a few other places. I think maybe BitChute or something like that. So, anyways, we're gonna have a good show today. Hang out with the fam. Um, as always, huge thanks to Shahid for all that you do, uh, as well as to my son Aaron, to Will, to Jason, and. Um, and our and our good friend, you know Tom, you know I've been asking for for prayers for Tom. Uh, he uh, he passed, so uh, Tom is no longer with us. He went to uh, he went to be with God and with Jesus. So prayers for for Tom and his family, his friends. He was a uh, a pillar in the community. Everybody knew Tom very very well. He's been part of the family here for a long time, and he was uh, one of a kind to say the least. Definitely uh, one of a kind, and he one of a kind, and he will definitely be missed. So. Love you, Tom. You know, we'll 
I'll see you, you know, one day, hopefully not in the near future, but, uh, you know, I know he's uh, making making the big guy up there laugh right now with some of his uh, one-of-a-kind crazy antics that uh, he was so well-known for. So, anyways, we're definitely going to miss Tom, so we'll try to uh, – nobody's going to be able to, you know, fill his shoes, that's for sure, but we'll try to get somebody in to, uh, to help with uh, sending stuff off to the fam. That's one of the many things he used to do, but uh, Tom will definitely be missed. So prayers to his family for sure as well as his friends. He was uh, an amazing guy, an amazing guy. So let's take a look at the chat here really quick. What is going on, Joe Elaine? Uh, so you didn't get the uh, notification either, but she found us on Gab. So on Gab, um, you know, I did post just before we went live uh, that we would be on at two o'clock because we don't really have a, a normal schedule. I just kind of pop in when we can. I've been trying to do the weekends, either Saturday or Sunday around 2 p.m. Been trying to do stuff during the week. But um, when it comes to doing these videos and things like that, um, I just I haven't had the time and I'm sorry. Um, I've been putting together um, live in-person events and things like that. Uh, for instance, you know, with the precinct strategy, you know, we've got about 800 or 1,000 people, you know, coming to, to our event, all right, to recruit them to become precinct committee people, right? So women, men, um, you know, doing things like that, going to the central committee meetings, because uh, it is a mess. I tell you what, our country is in a mess. We're kind of at that, uh, you know, kind of at that impasse of those crossroads, right? Where we either go like full on 1984, or we kind of go a variation of 1776. And what we see through all these different, I don't know what you want to call it, bureaucracies or these different levels of government, it's the same thing, whether you're at a central committee level or you're at the state assembly level, or you're at the federal government level, or you're at, you know, our, our fake, you know, president and vice president level. It's it's filled with corruption and complacency and complicit the complicitness and and all kinds of crazy stuff that just is simply not for us. And as we've been constantly being exposed to, we see that our votes, they don't count anymore, whether it's from the dog catcher to the president of the United States, you know, our good buddies like Dr. Shiva and Bobby Python and Edward Solomon and Roger Fuller and so many others have proved it. And you, you can see with these audits that are trying to be done in these various states, uh, you can see the pushback. Why would there be pushback? It's, it's kind of like the analogy that I give with the lottery. You know, say for instance, a guy named Joe um, wins the lottery, right? He's got his lottery ticket. He says that he wins. The lottery commissioner says that he wins, but nobody's allowed to see Joe's ticket. Nobody, nobody can see it. And then later on, come to find out that the lottery commission and the media and Joe are all pals. They're all working together and he actually didn't win the lottery. And everybody that spent their hard-earned money on the lottery, maybe it was their last dollar, because like our vote, it was the most important vote of our lifetime, so it was our last dollar, <laughs> found out it was been stolen from us. And that's what we're seeing here, right? So you can see these states with all the pushback that they have. You can see that um, these assemblies, the Congress, you know, Senate, all of them, everywhere from state level, federal level, they don't want these audits. They just keep saying, you know, hey, we'll make it right in 2022, which we know is BS because essentially every time they tell us they're gonna do something, it ends up being the opposite. They say they're gonna be for us, we find out they're for somebody else. We find out that, um, you know, like this 14 days to stop the spread, right? Ends up being, you know, for pushing two years, right? It's, it's all BS. All right. And I, and I keep seeing all these people talking about how all oh, big tech, big tech is in collusion with big tech. And, you know, you've got Google in bed with, you know, Twitter and Facebook. And it's like, stop. You guys are way too smart to be this stupid. 
this isn't big tech in bed with big tech. This is big tech controlled by big government, big fraudulent, corrupt, shadow government, telling them what to do and when to do it. That's what's happening here. And it's being exposed even through like Dr. Shiva's lawsuit there in Massachusetts. He shows absolute government intervention with the state, with Twitter, telling the state telling Twitter to remove him, to ban his speech. It wasn't Twitter that did it. Well, they did it, but it wasn't their you know, some one of their practice, or it wasn't against one of their vile, you know, terms of conditions. It was the state of Massachusetts telling Twitter to take down Dr. Shiva. We're seeing this over and over again, and people just keep looking at, you know, they, they don't look at what the root cause is. They just see fire. They don't know how it started. They just say, you got to put it out, right? And so they put it out, and another one pops up, but because they don't realize that there's this little arsonist running around the place setting fires everywhere, and that's the real problem. The real problem is our government. We have a corrupt government. It's really that simple. We found out with their voting process that it, it simply doesn't matter or count. And so that's why it's up to us to really, you know, just hold these people peacefully accountable. And we can do that. And, and one of the things that I'm always getting at is I, I have these conversations with people and they've, they've come to this. I don't know what it is, this complacency in life or this this I don't know, this comfort level in life to where they think that they need big government for everything. They think that they need the federal government, you know, for their way of life. They don't realize that they're giving away all of their rights and liberties for this little bit of government cheese or this little bit of, you know, comfort that they think that they're getting. But if you look around, you can see that uh, little government turns into big government really quick. It turns into tyrannical government even faster. And so we saw through from the 50s, well, actually, I guess about 64, right? Some affirmative action and all the bureaucracy that started really getting in bed uh, with big business and corporations really started after affirmative action in 1964. Going forward to today, you can see how socialism has now gone on to full-blown communism, where we have you know fake leaders, we have fake votes, we have fake media, we have fake tech, we have all this stuff that is just controlled by this elite that is programming us with their propaganda, trying to tell us that um, you know whatever they say is gospel. Well, we're smart enough to know that's not true, and we're smart enough now to see because they've they've accelerated their plans. All right, so uh, today, um, a simple question. I would love for the fam that's here with us in the chat, and I know that the notifications didn't go out, so um, you know that's cool. We'll just keep it nice and comfy, as Method says. Um, but um, I would love for everybody, all the fame here, to let me know what you think the government does better than we the people could. All right, very simple question. What do you think the government can do that we the people couldn't do better? All right, so what does the government do that you think that you need them to do because they do it better than we could do it? All right, that's a question. I would love to see the comments uh, come in and I will be periodically checking them. I really don't have a, uh, an agenda, so to speak, for this, um, you know, for this show. We're just gonna kind of hang out. I've got some, uh, some things that I was thinking about, some news that we'll, we'll get into a little bit, um, take your questions, uh, stuff like that. All right, so you know, not, not a lot of structure to this, but just um, I get uh, DMs quite a bit, and uh, the fam is asking me to, you know, to pop in and say hi. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about, you know, what can the government do that we the people can't do better? So I'd love to see the comments there, and we'll kind of play on that. And, um, you know, one of the things that's really scary right now is all this this Rona stuff, right? You know, we keep, we keep hearing, I mean, it started off as like 14 days to stop the spread. Then, you know, we were told that masks don't work. Then we were told that masks, you got to wear them, they do work. And then we were told that we have to social distance. 
We were told that we have to wear double masks. Now we're being told we have to take these vaccines. And these vaccines, they're pretty freaking scary. All right. So, you know, we've heard things about uh, the graphene oxide, you know, that's uh, that's been coming out. A lot of people out there haven't, but my uh, my buddy Stu Peters, he had, um, you know, uh, an expert on in the past week, I think. It's on my, my Gab page, so you can find it there on Gab. And uh, she breaks down in about 20 minutes, you know, what it is that they're keeping a secret from us on top of everything else. Um, you all know that I am anti-vax, I'm proud. I'm not gonna apologize to anybody for it, I don't care. The stuff, you know, damn near killed me, gave me thousands of seizures and, um, you know, I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't vax my animals or my kids or my family, myself, any of it, all right? Uh, the science just is against it, all right? I mean, if you're, think about it, if, if you, for instance, have somebody that's damaged by one of these vaccines and you want to sue the pharmaceutical company, but because of old Reagan and Kennedy, uh, you decide you want to sue the pharmaceutical company, you end up, you can't, you end up suing, you know, the Secretary of Health that's then, you know, protected by the Department of Justice, who your attorney is now fighting with to get some kind of compensation for your damage or loss, whatever, but it's capped at $200,000. So even if you're able to win against the Department of Justice with your attorney, your attorney is going to take most of the money and you're still left with damaged or dead, you know, family members, right? It's awful. So just knowing that when there's just, just against common law, that's called tort. All right. So tort basically means that, you know, they're going to be held responsible for damages that they do to the public in a private civil manner, right? So, you know, say, for instance, a manufacturer creates a vaccine that ends up killing a bunch of people or harming a bunch of people, the public can then sue that manufacturer for damages. Usually those manufacturers go out of business because they're pushing poison, right? Well, we don't see that. What we see is the government covering up for all this stuff. And actually, it's even worse than that. The people that are telling us to do all this crazy stuff, you know, they're not even elected officials. So you got like this Dr. Fraudchi, right? He's not even, I mean, a practicing doctor from what anybody can tell. And uh, he's basically controlling our lives across the world. <laughs> all right. So you got an unelected official, all right, that has been proven to have direct financial ties to all this stuff. So not only does our taxpayer money, you know, go to funding his whatever you want to call it, <laughs> right? So over $6 billion of taxpayer money goes to him. Another 1.8 billion or so comes from the, uh, you know, the, uh, you know, the military to him. So you know that he's, you know, basically, you know, he's funded by our tax dollars, right? So he's telling us what to do and he's using our money to do it. Then you find out that he's using this same money to wet the beaks of politicians up on Capitol Hill, right? So Senate, Congress, you know, they love this guy. Then you find out that he's got all these virologists in his pocket. Then you find out he's got all these universities in his pocket. Then you find out he's been funding the Wuhan lab in China against the directive of the government. That seems to be okay. He's lied to you know Congress, Senate. That seems to be okay. Um, you find out that the CDC and the FDA, you know, as well as him, own patents on these very same uh, pharmaceutical vaccines or whatnot. So they're incentivized to push this stuff because they're getting paid. So, best case scenario, they're picking profits over people. Worst case scenario, they're doing some evil stuff to depopulate the world. All right. So you have two wins, right? You've either got their pick and profit over people, or they're trying to destroy a big set of the population. It's one or the other, right? Or maybe both. Who knows? 
I don't know. But then you see when anybody speaks out against Dr. Fraudchi and these people, their careers get crushed. All right. Then you see big tech is censoring everything that is, you know, all the alternative viewpoints, all right, all the alternative viewpoints that um, that show the harm and damage that these vaccines are doing to people of all races, of all ages, you know, um, of all in all different places of the world. You're seeing the damage. Right. But it's being covered up. It's being censored. You know, the, from the beginning, they kept telling us this stuff is safe. It's effective. It works. Now you're finding out it's not safe. It's not effective. It doesn't work. Now they're talking about more lockdowns. They're talking about more you know, mandated vaccines. They're saying things like, well, we're not going to force you to take it. But if you don't, we're basically going to take away all your rights and freedoms. You're going to be limited on where you can travel, where you can shop, where you can work, what you can do, if you can leave your home. It's That's how it starts. And then it just ends up lining us all up and then jabbing us in the arm. Why? You know, why? That's that's the question. Well, we know that we started off towards, you know, socialism in the 60s, and now we're, we're looking communism straight in the face. You look at places like Australia, where their military is enforcing these mandates and these lockdowns against their own citizens. So for the people that think that the military here wouldn't do that, well, I beg to differ with you, because you can see what happened with... Um, you know, with our military, all the CRT stuff, they're thinning the herd of patriots and people that love the Constitution, and they're leaving the people that they brainwashed that'll do whatever they're directed to do. And that's very scary. And you can see that the military, there's about half half of them there that don't want the vaccines. I've got family and friends that are in the military. Uh, you know, we've heard all the stories. Same thing with the uh, medical the medical profession. You know, 40, 50 percent of them don't want the vaccines. Police officers, 40, 50 percent of them don't want the vaccines. You're seeing that these people, they're being, um, you know, they they don't want it, right? But they're still going to be forced in one way or another to get it if we keep allowing this to happen. So, you know, like Trump's always told us, the only power strong enough to stop all this stuff is we the people. Problem is, is you see places like France where they get together and, you know, they throw these big protests, you know, hundreds of thousands, maybe a million people or more, but they're just out there in the street. They don't have any structure, no system, no organization. They're just out there all huddled together protesting. Well, what good does that do? All right. I mean, yeah, sure. It's great that you stand together and you show that you've united in purpose and you're against this stuff and you all get together. Then you go home and nothing changed. Why? Well, because they're not doing this in a systematic structured approach to find out who the person or who the people are that could actually take this stuff back. All right. You see in Pakistan now that they're they're basically enforcing, you know, the vaccines, they're turning off people's cell, you know, their cell phones, their internet, their SIM cards, all this stuff, forcing it. It's happening all over the place. You're seeing it here in the US where they're saying, well, you know, these vaccines really don't work anymore. There's this new, you know, Delta variant. And so now you're gonna have to get this uh, booster shot or this other shot. And um, you know, that's just the way it is, right? We just didn't understand it, now we do. Well, the common thread is they've never understood it, all right? And everything that they've told us has been found to be basically a lie, you know, best case, <laughs> all right? And so this is going to continue to happen until we, the people, stop stop allowing it to happen. It's really that simple. So when you get these people together in France, right, and they're out there and they're all huddled together, a million of them or whatever, that's cool that they're in the street. But the thing is, is if we take back the power, 
at the state level, it fixes everything. That's what people don't understand. See, everybody keeps thinking this is such a big problem, we can't solve it. This is so big, there's nothing we can do. That's not true. It's really not true. Um, I know that there's people in, you know, in office at every level that we know weren't there by our votes. They didn't get there from a legitimate voting um, you know, system. They got there through you know, fraud, force, theft, whatever you want to call it. That's how they got there. Um, and we've got the proof. We've got the evidence and the people that say, oh, well, you know, they've tried this in court. And it's failed. No, we don't get to show our evidence. And then the times that we do, we win like 50, 60 percent of the time. All right. So there's that. But anyways, if you take it back at a state level, then you take everything back. So, I mean, you could take back uh, the media, right? You could take back your health care, right? The vaccine, the mandates, the lockdowns, these jabs, whatever you want to call it. You could take back your personal rights. You could fix this crazy housing mess. You could fix the crazy energy mess. You could fix the education system, the price controls. I mean, the list goes on and on. Why? Because we keep seeing, like I've said you know, I mean, from the beginning, like way before, like in July of last year, before the election, I told everybody, stay the hell away from these electronic voting systems. I told everybody what would happen, you know, if, if we use these and we're seeing it. Everybody was talking about using blockchain. I said, that's crazy. It's the same damn thing. Somebody made it. Somebody can manipulate it. Somebody can put back doors in it. The person putting their votes in will still think they're voting whoever they want. But on the back end, it gets changed. You got one person basically like in Georgia deciding where 94% of the votes go. Do you think your vote counted in Georgia? No. And you're finding out that it happened like that across the country. So anyways, you know, I talked about stuff like that. I talked about, you know, a few days before January 6th, I said, there's no way that they're going to let the evidence make it, you know, to Congress and Senate to repeal these, uh, these elector votes, right? There's no way that they're gonna, they're gonna allow the evidence to be heard. It's being broadcasted on TV. There's no way they're gonna let the American people you know, see this stuff. Um, it's too damning to them. And then guess what happened? January 6th, you know, we have what looks like could be maybe the FBI. We don't know exactly, you know, maybe these you know, Antifa types. You know, leading this uh, this charge, you know, on the Capitol, right? And then, you know, the police and the Capitol police and everybody else just kind of standing down and holding the doors open for for people to go in. And, you know, like I said the day that it happened, I'm like, it looks like they're just, you know, taking a tour of the Capitol. And um, I forget who I had with me. I had um, just informed, right? So I had just informed with me, and he was saying, no, that's the that's the you know the uh, Patriots. They've taken it over. And I'm like, nah, it'd look way different if. If, in fact, the Patriots did, you know, take it over, it'll look a lot different. It'll look a lot different, especially when one in 19 of us is military. And, you know, uh, I forget how many, you know, tens of millions of gun owners there are. That that was just peaceful. All right. Um, from the most part. Right. And um, anyways, but what happened? You didn't get to see what you didn't get to see, you know, the Congress. You didn't get to see the Senate. You didn't get to see any of them get presented with the evidence and the facts so that the broadcast, right, would get out to the American people. Well, the same thing I believe is going to happen on a much worse scale, right, when it comes to uh, voter integrity. All right. Because you've got like Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, Arizona, you got uh, Pennsylvania, um, you got uh, what, Arizona, I think. Yeah, I forget what other ones um, off the top of my head. I forget which ones already wrapped off. But anyways, you have all these states and a lot more, right, that are doing these audits. What do you think is going to happen when they conclusively prove that this was fraudulent, right? They're not going to want to give up their power. You can see what's happening right now, right? You can see what's happening. You know, these mandates, these, these forced lockdowns, all this craziness that they're hitting us with all the time, these lies they're projecting as truths, all this BS, right? 
you really think that they're just going to just hand over, you know, everything that they stole? No, be on the lookout. I'm telling you, be careful, be careful, because there's something crazy that's going to happen because they're not going to let this truth get out either. They're going to do everything they can to keep this, um, you know, quiet. They don't want everybody to know what happened, even though everybody already knows, right? The polls already indicate that, you know, 50 to 70% of us already know. So there's, you know, there's that, right? But once it becomes to the point where it has to be exposed, I'm telling you, just like I said, you know, before January 6th, I'm telling you again right now, um, as as these you know weeks and months go on with these audits, be be on the lookout, man. Keep your head on a on a swivel because something crazy is going to happen. There's no way they're going to let this evidence get out. Just you know, just okay, you got us. They're not going to do that. There's something something sinister that will happen for sure. I don't know what, I don't know where, but it'll be big. It'll be global. It's going to be a mess. All right, so. I've been right about everything. For the most part, the only time that um, I've been wrong was about Trump. When I showed all the different ways in the Constitution and all his different EOs and all the things that he could have done, and he didn't do it for whatever reason, you know, I pointed out all the stuff that he could have done but didn't. Why he didn't, I still don't know. People like to say this is the only way people will wake up is if they see all this stuff. Maybe, maybe. But again, I think we all know enough already that um, if we take it back at a state level, we take it all back. All right. And so there's been some examples of that for people that don't believe me. If you look at uh, like Ron DeSantis. All right. So there in Florida, you know, he's uh, rebuking this, you know, the, the uh, Vax jab mandates, the the masks, you know, the cruise ships, all that type of stuff. You can see one guy there has the power to do that. You've got uh, the Senate and Congress there that can work with them to do things. Um, they can basically become an island and tell the federal government to F off. Um, they could, you know, again, there's nothing in the Constitution that says they couldn't even secede. All right. But here's the thing. If you take back the states, all right, peacefully, you take back the states, even the two congressmen or two senators and however many congressmen each, like, I think there's what, 55 or something like that, 53, 55 in California. I forget how many congressmen are in each state, but they're all part of that state. So even if you affect just your state, you still affect the federal side as well, because when you're able to get the assembly there, you know, you're, because every state is basically put together just like our federal government is, right? So you have um, you know, you have your three branches of government within the state, just like you do at a federal level, all right? So then you have like your governor, which is like a president, right? Then you have like your vice president, which is lieutenant governor. Then you have the president of the Senate, right? So that is the vice, that is, which is the lieutenant governor. You have all these, it's, it's basically the same structure. But what the thing is, is if you're able to um, take back the states peacefully, you're not only affecting it at a state level, but you're affecting it at a federal level. And that's what a lot of people just can't wrap their minds around. So when you see in France where they're doing all these, you know, these protests, it's really for nothing. Because if they would take those same numbers of people and go to like their capital, right? And they would protest where it really matters, the people that actually have the power to make the change. And they put so much peaceful pressure on these people, they're forced, they're forced to do what is the will of the people, which is the reason why they are there in the first place. They are our proxy. We have delegated power to them to represent us. We see that they are not doing that. We see that these people more and more are essentially selling us out and they didn't get there legitimately. So you've got basically, um, you know, fraudsters to put it you know, nicely um, running, running the show. But if we, the people say no more, guess what? It would end. The problem is you got a lot of people 
that just, um, you know, complain online. They send out tweets. They send out, you know, stuff on Gab. Um, you know, and that's about it. They go to a, you know, a Trump rally or they send some money, but that's not enough. They got to organize. They have to strategize. They have to do this at a state level. And that's why we created Operation Sunlight, things like that, right? Uh, that's why it's so important to become like a precinct committee person, right? Because if you're able to take it back at the central committee, the county level, right, the precinct level, then you keep going right up the chain until you're at the top of the state level. One of the things, let me let me read off. Uh, I asked Dan Schultz, um, you know, a good buddy of ours, right? Uh, we created the PILD groups, uh, you know, for him uh, and for the precinct strategy. Uh, they're on PILD. It's still, still in beta. We only got about 400, um, you know, uh, precinct committee people there or people that want to be precinct committee people there uh, as we're still adding new features there. But I asked, um, you know, I asked Dan, I'm like, give me the seven top things that you believe are the reason why people would want to become, you know, precinct committee people. What, what are the top seven reasons? Let me grab it real quick. This is, this is my little binder here that I, I take with me, you know, to these meetings. So that way they can't, you know, finagle things, right? That way you've got the bylaws. I don't know if you can see this or not. Let me take a quick look here. I'm not looking at my camera. All right, so you, you can't see it actually because I got the green screen on and guess what? The pages are green. But anyways, in, in this binder right here, I have you know, the Roberts rules, all right? So that's the way that they conduct their meetings. Funny, right? Roberts rules. Um, and then I've got, um, you know, the bylaws, as well as the Constitution, all right? All the basic stuff in here. So when somebody says, you know, bylaws, you know, page three, paragraph two, you know, section, whatever, you know, you can just flip right to the page and see if they're just making stuff up because we kept getting emails and things like that where they were just literally making stuff up as they go. None of it was in the bylaws. None of it was in the state statutes. And I'm like, what is going on here? So anyways, it tells you you got some swamp creatures, or just some people that are really power hungry or totalitarian types, even at a central committee level, right? So I asked Dan to give me the seven reasons, the most important reasons to him, why people would want to be precinct committeemen. And so these are the seven. I'm going to read them off for you really quick, okay? And you already know that there's a, a bunch of other reasons, but these are seven that he feels um, are really important. So he says, precinct committeemen are the party voters, are the only voters, okay? So what he means there is precinct committeemen are the party. No precinct committeemen, no party, all right? So there's no precinct committeemen, there's no Republican party. Um, only precinct committeemen elect the party officers, including all the way up to your state's parties, three members of the RNC, the Republican National Committee. In other words, only precinct committeemen can change the Republican party, all right? Only precinct committeemen can vote as party committee members to endorse the best candidates in the all important, usually very low turnout primary elections. So when I'm saying committeemen, that's what he wrote, but again, this applies to committee women, right? So you get the idea. So what he's saying here is in the primaries, because that's how it starts, right? So in the primaries, you're given a list of all these different candidates, right? You really don't know them from Adam. You got 10 people running from Cong running for Congress or something in the primary, then in the general, they're usually up against the Democrat. So if you put the wrong candidate in for the general, even best case scenario, you win, you still lose because you end up with a rhino or a swamp rat in there, right? So it's very important because now you get to pick who the people in the primary, who you endorse in the primary is, who could be the candidate in the general, right? Because you get to ask questions of all these candidates, all right? Um, 
only precinct committeemen get access to the party's get out the vote software to help increase voter turnout for Republican voters. So they have access to stuff that regular voters do not. In many states, when there is a vacancy in the public office, such as state legislator, only the precinct committeemen are involved in selecting the replacement, not the voters. All right, so check that out. So when there's a vacancy in public office, such as the state legislature, all right, so that could be the Congress or Senate, right? Uh, one of those, one of those people, guys, girls, whatever. Only the precinct committeemen are involved in selecting the replacement, not the voters. Only precinct committeemen elect the delegates to the state party, presidential nominating conventions, all right? So only precinct committeemen elect the delegates to the state party presidential nominating conventions. You know, remember how you keep hearing about those delegates in, you know, California or Nevada or Wisconsin or whatever, Arizona, you know, the, the electoral votes, all that kind of stuff. These people are in charge of helping with that. All right, only precinct committeemen elect the people who write the party platform. All right, so only precinct committeemen elect the people who write the party platform. That's the laws, right? Uh, the bottom line is that by taking over the party, by becoming PCs, we have the best shot of electing better people to all levels of government, including public school boards, state superintendents, public instruction, state legislatures, governors, Congress, House and Senate, and the presidency. All right, so... That's good old Dan Schultz and his reasons why everybody should become, or his top seven reasons why everybody should become precinct committee people, because you'll have the power at a precinct level, you know, a county level, a state level to change how your state operates and functions. Right now, like take uh, Washu County, Nevada, there's like 2,100, 2,200 seats there. There's only 200 precinct committeemen. That's less than 10%, all right? There's like 200 to like 2,200 seats. It's ridiculous. Like I keep saying, it's like a football team, right? A football game when you've only got one team on the field and you wonder why you keep losing. It's like, well, you don't have a team out there. You got one team that's just out there, you know, running, you know, touchdowns and field goals and everything else. And there's nobody there. There's no defense whatsoever. So again, that's why it's so important. You can do that, right? So while you're doing, um, you know, your Operation Sunlight stuff, while you're actually doing things that matter, um, you also sign up to become a precinct committee person. And I know that some of these central committees are a pain in the butt. They're they're awake and they're aware of this movement, all right? And they don't want people in there. So what you do is you show up, all right? You show up to their, uh, their central committee meetings and you nominate yourself. And then they have to hear you because they have to have a public uh, forum at the end. It's kind of like questions and answers. Nominate yourself. And the people there, you know, take a bunch of people with you, right? Take your friends, your neighbors, take 10 people, take 100 people, take 1,000 people, whatever you want. Go there and all nominate yourselves. And guess what? They're going to have to vote you in, all right? They're going to vote you in because all you do is you say you're here to help the Republican Party, all right? You're here to help get out the vote. You're, help to, you're there to, you know, to strengthen it, to bring more people in, to encourage, you know, these primaries and generals and, and make sure that the, uh, the election goes the way of the Republicans through awareness, you show up, you do that because sometimes calling and emailing, I get, I get the emails from you. I get the, I get, uh, you know, the DMs, you know, saying, Hey, I've tried for a month to get through. Nobody calls me back. Show up, simply show up, find out when um, your central committee meeting is and just simply show up, um, make your voice heard, take, take your church with you. All right. Everybody should be down there. You all need to get involved. Then you'll actually have a say in things. You'll be able to, you know, have a say in how every, you know, who gets elected, right? Who goes on the ballot, how the ballots are cast, how they're counted. You'll have a say in all of that stuff. 
all the way to the RNC, all the way to the president of the United States. You know, without them, you have no party. So it's super important that that uh, we all do that. All right. We take a quick look at the chat. I've been rambling for 40 minutes. All right. Let me take a look here really quick. Let me jump over here on D Live quick. What is going on, fam? Um, yes, we know Trump won. Uh, big thanks to Deb Song Zero Two for the hundred linens, as well as Shabha. Appreciate you. What do we got here? Um, so if Wallace in the USA says which government, Biden's and the general government is supposed to deal with other countries, peace, trade deals, etc. Yeah, so we will circle back as Jen Pisak likes to say, and I'll ask again, you know, what does the government do better than we the people could? All right. And I'll give you my thoughts on that. All right. What else do we got here? Uh, Barwa BS, uh, Blackfoot 6X5. Yeah. Um, Let's see here. Renick says crypto now under fire with push to KYC all exchanges and tax every crypto holder. Yep, I've been talking about that for a very, very long time. All right. Um, we saw that with Shapeshift, you know, with uh, our buddy um, Eric Voorhees um, over there, Shapeshift. He lost like 95% of his business once he KYC'd. Uh, let's see here. What else do we got? Flawless in the USA. Thumbs up back at you. Let's jump over to Pilled. Joe Elaine, what is going on? Um, says uh, she loves Governor DeSantis. Um, state of no lockdowns and no mandates. Um, let's see here. I'm sorry, just bounced on me everywhere. The uh, chat just moved. I can't hit pause on Pilled. They got to fix that. They have it on Foxhole, but not on Pilled. Um, let's see. He stated no lockdowns and no mandates. He's treating us like adults. Do what's right for you and your family. Exactly. Right. Whatever happened to my body, my choice. Right. Uh, let's see. So Joe Lane's uh, chatting back and forth. That's awesome with the fam there. Uh, let's see. Rubber Duck says, who are we looking at in Cali to replace Newsom? Well, you know, my, my buddy, Tom Del Vaccaro, he was in charge. He was a large part in the recall you know, movement there. And like I told them, like, it's great if you get the recall, but we still haven't fixed the damn voting system. So without fixing the voting system, it really doesn't do us any good. All right. So, you know, I'm really worried that uh, whoever gets picked, it's not going to be the will of the people. Um, let's see here. Let's see. So Anon126215 says the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. That is Edmund Burke. Yes. Yes, indeed. Often these people get in and um, and losses pass because people, PCs, don't show up to vote or ask questions, etc. Often these people don't get in and lose because people, PCs. So, yeah, so Anon415, you're right. Um, even at the precinct level, you got a lot of people there. Like the first one I went to, it was ridiculous. It was stupid. I was dumber for being there. Literally, we were all dumber for being there. The data, the statistics they were showing, ridiculous, ridiculous. Trying to say that we lost because, you know, our ideologies weren't in line on tax issues or just the dumbest stuff ever. It's like, no, man, um, it was stolen. <laughs> our votes don't count. <laughs> like, we're all dumber for listening to you. And just the, the bickering back and forth and not letting people in and trying to keep people out. It's so counterproductive, so counterproductive. So that's why, you know, we have to just get in there. And, um, you know, people that love the Constitution, love God, um, they need to just take it over and do what's right for the people. Um, let's see, we need to fix 2020 before moving on to 2022. Exactly, Joe Wayne. It's 100%. 100% true. Let's see. Um, over on Rumble... 
let's see. I don't see any comments there. So I know I've been told only people on um, PCs or tablets can chat. So if there's, uh, you know, any chat going on there, I don't see it. Sorry. We jump over in Foxhole. Check that out really quick. Uh, let's see here. Yep. All right, so let's let's go back to what can the government do better than the people? All right, what can they do? I would love for some examples. So far, I haven't seen many examples from any of the fam out there. Um, you know, we have seen uh, them declare war on so many different things, right? You know, they've they've uh, they've declared war on things like what uh, racism, drugs, the economy. Uh, they've, they've declared war on like health, the Rona, so many different things, right? Uh, you know, the economy, what, what is it exactly that they have actually won on? Is there anything, education, uh, cancer, AIDS, I'm trying to think of all the different stuff, uh, drugs, violence, um, gangs, fake news, terrorism, um, education, inflation, housing, healthcare, uh, they've declared war on all these different things. What have they ever won? I mean, all I see is we've got the people in office. They now have more power than they've ever had. They're making more money than they've ever made. And they're supposed to be serving we the people. Crazy, 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 crazy. When I look at the government, I can't think of a single thing that they do better than we the people could. Nothing. Not a single thing. They're like, oh, Beatles, a military. I'm like, okay, the military, but uh, guess who makes all the guns? <laughs> guess who makes all the equipment? Guess who makes, you know, all the satellites? It's it's we the people, all right? Uh, it's we the people and these private corporations. Now, granted, they've gotten, you know, maybe big, bloated, you know, corrupt, <laughs> maybe become, you know, a big part of the problem. But think about even the military. Those are made by private corporations, right? The, the tools, all right? The gear, the clothing, <laughs> everything, right? Like, oh, Beatles, but what about the training? Okay, well, most of the training comes from outside individuals as well that come in and teach the military how to do hand-to-hand -hand combat or how to be marksmen or snipers or all this different stuff. They train, you know, the leaders in the military to do that type of stuff. It comes from private industry, right? I mean, you look at, uh, you look at uh, healthcare, right? My God. There are so many different ways that um, we could have better health care than what they're giving to us. I mean, does it really cost, you know, 10 to 50 bucks for a Tylenol, for an aspirin? Uh, do we really need to have all these vaccines when we can't show one that worked properly? We can't show one that has been, uh, you know, as a placebo test, a randomized placebo test. We, we can't show that they're safe, even though they keep telling us they are. I mean, there's so many examples I could go through. I mean, you look at the war on housing, right? Trying to make things affordable. What do they end up doing there? They end up landlocking a whole bunch of land so you can't build on it. And then the remaining supply is left for a population that keeps growing. So there's more people than houses and they're not allowed to build any more houses. So, hello, <laughs> you've, you've basically restricted the supply while the demand keeps going up. Right. You want to look at uh, even the damn 55 mile an hour speed limit that they put in in 1974. They're saying, oh, the, the speed limit, Beatles, the speed limit, you know, you know, it, it saved lives. No. If you look back in history, 
and you look from the 1900s, early 1900s, to when vehicles could start actually going 55, right, um, up to uh, 1974, you'll see that it looks like this, the, the highway deaths, all right, even to where it goes to 1955, right? And this is one of those, you know, these laws that they put, right, 1955, or sorry, 1974, the 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. Right, you know, what you'll see is it had completely plateaued by the time 1974 came around, the deaths. And then when they actually raised the speed limits in uh, 1987 to 1993, they raised them back up to 65, 70 in some states, the deaths went even lower. <laughs> so uh, so they like to say that, uh, you know, the, the speed limit at 55 saved a bunch of lives, um, you know, at 55. But then at 65 and above, the, the fatalities dropped even further. So I guess raising the speed limit saved lives. But nobody looks at the underlying reason. We just have better roads and bridges. <laughs> I mean, that's it. We have safer cars. We have better roads and bridges. And who did that? Do you think it was the government out there building roads? No, it's the government using our tax dollars to hire private companies to build the roads. Who made the cars? Private companies made the cars. All right. Who's driving the cars? We the people. It wasn't their stupid 55 mile an hour speed limit that made a difference. I love when people they try to they try to give me these things that um, you know that the government made better. They're like, oh, Beatles in 1964, you know, the, the anti-racism, right? The affirmative action, right? It's like, dude, people, okay, these minorities live better in the 50s than they did in the 60s. If you look at the married, the amount of married couples, right? Let's just take blacks, for instance. There was far more black married couples prior to affirmative action, far fewer deaths prior to affirmative action. Everything has gone the opposite direction of what they say, but they don't want to point at any of this stuff. You know, the government is freaking just lying to us. They just take one little tiny thing that they twist and manipulate and they disregard everything else the underlying reason and they say look this is why it works because there's no accountability in government they keep their job no matter what it's the same thing in education there's no accountability so if you take back the state you can take it all back all right you can take it all back let's take a look here really quick um Rennick says i choose to stay vax free yes 100 percent take it from a guy who um, was vaccinated as a child that uh, killed him, that you know, gave me thousands of seizures. We're talking three to five seizures a day. My parents, good God, they didn't know any better. And the hell that they got, they went through with a kid just doing the funky chicken on the ground all the time uh, from all these uh, seizures. Um, it was must have been awful for them. Uh, JTV79, uh, looks like they're on Twitch. I, I forget that we're streaming on Twitch. Um, I don't know that we have anybody. Well, I guess we have JTV on Twitch. <laughs> says, uh, don't believe your lying eyes, 107. I don't believe anything 107 says. I'm not a big fan of that guy. I told everybody to be very weary of him from day one. So anybody that just shows your boots or shows the boots that just hides behind a voice says a lot of stuff that, you know, it's kind of like the government. They say a lot of things that sound really good. It's kind of like, um, like a demagogue, right? So like a demagogue, what they do is rather than sticking to the facts, rather than sticking to the, you know, the truth of a matter, they play on your emotions. They play on um, ideologies, right? They, they, they don't treat, they treat you like kids, right? They just try to say the things that you want to hear. They don't tell you really the truth. Um, so we, we saw a lot of that. Um, from what, uh, from what I was told from what he was saying. Um, I caught a couple of his episodes on um, a couple, he went on a, a couple of my buddy's shows. So they're like, Beatles, you gotta watch it. So I watched it and I'm like, geez, yeah, nothing the guy ever said came true. You know, it's like, 
no. <laughs> so sorry, JTD79, if you're um, if if he's somebody you like. Uh, I don't know, buddy. Sorry, I don't. Uh, I don't trust him. I don't trust any of these people that uh, don't show their their face for the most part. There's a couple exceptions, right? Like I like methods. There's a few people that don't show their faces and stuff like that. Makes you weary. You know, I'm a very easy guy to find. You know that I just tell it the exact way it is. If I'm wrong, you know, I'll make a mistake every once in a while. I'll let you know. Um, but uh, I'm right way more than I'm wrong. <laughs> that is for damn sure. And the only thing I've been wrong about is uh, Trump doing nothing. <laughs> You know, Trump doing nothing. So he had all the power. Why he didn't, I don't know. He's still the best president we've ever had. Um, why he didn't do anything, I don't know. GLC just gifted us a cookie. Says, um, can I buy BSV and Monarch? I don't think we support BSV. Sorry, buddy. Um, what else do we got? But appreciate the cookie. We'll make sure that we give out the uh, all the different, um, they're just, different gifts on on pill they get spaceships and energy drinks and goggles and i don't know all kinds of stuff we'll give those out of here at the end of the show as well as um on pill we'll give out all the lemons that we collect over there if we have enough we'll give those out at the end of the show uh, to the fam as well so anyways i argue that there's nothing that the government does that we the people can't do better and i'd love for anybody to give me examples of something that they do better than we do other than, all right, other than fraud, <laughs> all right, other than lie, I'm talking about things that are productive, okay, so productive for the betterment of mankind, namely something that they do better, where there's not a bunch of hidden consequences, because remember, there are no solutions, there are only trade-offs, right, they'll say, oh, well, these vaccines, you know, saved 100,000 lives, great, but they maimed 6 million people, you know, I mean, <laughs> you know, they just leave out a lot of the the consequences, the trade-offs, right? They leave that stuff out. Um, all right, let's just jump into some news a little bit here. Um, let me share my screen really quick. Where are we at? Here we go. Share screen. This, yep, right there. Change this. And uh, I'm really looking forward to... Uh, you know, Lindell's Cyber Symposium on the 10th, 11th, and 12th there in, uh, isn't it South Dakota? I believe it's in South Dakota. Yeah. So Gnome's, uh, Gnome's Backyard. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it's all stuff we already know, but um, it, it's going to be really interesting to see um, how much coverage it gets. Because remind you, remind you um, I, I'm, I'm really serious here. I believe that something's going to happen. They're not going to let the information get out to the people. They're not going to just hand over power that they stole. I think something bad's going to happen. So uh, I don't want to be right. I don't want to be right. Um, but I said it before January 6th. Um, everybody was on that on that bandwagon saying, hey, you know, this is it. We're going to finally get it back. You know, the Pence card, all this crap. Oh, my guys, I don't want to be the, uh, the wet blanket here, but there's no way they're going to let this stuff be, you know, get out there in the open there's there's no way they went to too much you know um pain and length and and money and everything else uh all in the open to take this from us they're not going to just give it back or allow the evidence to go against them so know that all right know that be uh, like i said keep your head on a swivel there's going to be some craziness that happens over the next few months i don't know when but i know that when it comes to that moment where we the people could be shown exactly what happened and unite everybody together to take it back they won't let it get out unless we the people you know, basically say no more. All right, we have to organize and strategize. Okay, so um, here on Gab, if you're not, you know, following me on Gab, please join the fam over here on Gab. It's great. Uh, this is where I do like daily, um, you know, like 
I don't know, little posts. Like every day, I'll do several posts. Um, I'll also let uh, the fam know when we go live and, and do all that kind of stuff. So feel free to, uh, you know, join the, the fam over here on Gab. And it looks just like this. It's just Robert Beatles, one word, all right? I'm told that if you search me Robert space Beatles, you won't find me. So Robert Beatles, one word, all right? Um, and you'll see that, you know, I'm constantly posting stuff here. Some of it gets, you know, some decent traction, um, you know. But anyways, you'll see all the stuff that I'm talking about and my thoughts for the day, stuff like that. Um, all right, so let's go over to Kanakoa. All right, so we saw one of these leaked documents that came out uh, from the actual CDC. All right, so this is from the CDC, and I'll just read what he says verbatim. All right, so... Um, he or she, Kanakoa says, uh, a confidential CDC internal report shows COVID-19 hospitalizations of the fully vaccinated as of the end of April at 9% and hospital deaths at 15%. The percentage of hospital deaths who were fully vaccinated had nearly five-fold increase from 3.1% to 15.1% during the month of April, uh, just April. All right, that was before all the crazy stuff, you know, like where it's really heading right now. At the start of May, the CDC announced that they would no longer be tracking COVID infections in the fully vaccinated, right? So they're not going to track the infections, the Rona, the China flu. They're not going to be, you know, tracking that information among the fully vaccinated unless they were hospitalized. But again, we're told that those various reports are only 1% to 8% accurate. I'll show you that here in a second. The government and the media, who have been saying that 99% of the people hospitalized are unvaccinated, so they're saying, the media, of course, you know, the propaganda machine, that 99% of the people hospitalized are unvaccinated, or that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, have been lying to the American people. You don't say. What percentage of the hospitalized and in-hospital deaths were fully vaccinated for the months of May, June, and July. They don't show us that, but you can click, clearly see the little trend line right here. And it is skyrocketing, five-fold increase of the vaccinated. I don't know if you saw the video. It was on TikTok, and then it made its way over to Instagram, and I want to say it made its way to Twitter and possibly Gab. Uh, it was David Rappaport. So David Rappaport is an actor, uh, I think best known probably for his movie, uh, I think Metro with uh, Eddie Murphy, and then uh, maybe Copland with uh, Sylvester Stallone and Harvey Cattell and a bunch of those guys, right? So I want to say even, no, I don't know if De Niro and Pacino were in that. Maybe, I can't remember. It was a long time ago when I saw it, but I just remember the name David Rappaport. He was in uh, Copland and, and Metro and a bunch of other movies. But anyways, he was an actor. And he uh, did a little thing on um, TikTok saying that, um, you know, last week he was a hero for getting the vaccine. And this week he's a super spreader. And he's the one that's out there, you know, killing people. So he basically said F you to, you know, the medical system, to the, the, to the media. And you can find that out there. But what you're seeing happen is people on the left, all right? People on the left are waking up too, all right? So this can't continue to be this Republican-Democrat thing. It's not. This is a... This is basically a, a good versus evil thing. It really is. So the good people, regardless of party affiliation, they have to unite and come together. And we're starting to see that. We're starting to people. We're starting to see people slowly waking up to this, you know, to the lies from the government regarding the Rona. 
our education system, CRT, stuff like that. And it's creating this moment in time where if people can get beyond their crazy party affiliations, they can actually take control peacefully and make a difference and stop this nonsense and this craziness and this evil. Because that's what it is. Make no mistake. This is pure evil. This is not for the betterment of the human race. This is for profits over people. Best case scenario, it's for depopulation of people. Worst case scenario. And the proof and the facts that are being suppressed show that. Let's jump into the VAERS report. So this is Dr. Wysong, if I remember right. Yeah, Dr. Wysong. He's got a newsletter. You can find him at asifthinkingmatters.com. So asifthinkingmatters.com. And this just started coming to me. Somebody must have signed my name up to the email list. And this stuff just started coming to me. And he's got uh, these little newsletters that come out, you know, every day, every other day, once a week. It's kind of sporadic. But um, he mentioned something here that everybody needs to know because the CDC, they don't even like to talk about the Bears report. But you'll occasionally hear about it in the media. And they're saying, well, if you look, there's only 400,000 people that have had adverse reactions, maybe 12,000 people that have died. No, no, that's not true, because we've been told by many experts that those numbers are not being reported properly. It's only about one to eight percent of the actual, you know, let's just call it harms to humans. OK, so right here, this is uh, from his January, sorry, his July 23rd newsletter. It says COVID injection numbers. July VAERS reporting service for the United States and UDRA vigilance for Europe report over 30,000 vaccine-related deaths and over 2.3 million adverse events thus far, all right? Since the CDC study revealed that less than 1% are actually reported, just add a couple of zeros to the above figures for a more realistic tally. He's saying 3 million deaths. This is from vaccines, okay, not from the China flu. Three million deaths and 23 million adverse events, right? So Dr. Wysong is saying the real numbers could be three million deaths and 23 million adverse events, all right? So that right there is enough to stop any of this, right? You would think anybody in their just rational process of thought would be like, you know what? Uh, this is uh, killing a lot of people. This is hurting a lot of people. This has to stop. But the people that are in charge, they're incentivized to keep this game going because they're making record profits. So that's why I say best case scenario, this is profits over people. But then when you see the military getting involved and forcing these mandates, forcing these lockdowns, forcing these jabs, that's where you start to go to the 1984 side of things and realize that this could be a lot more than profit over people. This could be about depopulation. And so many other things that we've heard other doctors you know, speak about. We've got lots of doctors out there that come from Pfizer, that come from these different pharmaceutical companies that say this is a depopulation event and it's on purpose. So um, whether they're right or not, um, right now the evidence uh, appears to be um, in their favor saying that this is a depopulation um, event because there's no reason uh, for this to continue to go with these types of numbers. Even, even if this number here is wrong, just what the VAERS report alone shows would be enough to stop it, right? Because you know that the common flu has completely disappeared, and the common flu is far more deadly than, the, than this uh, China virus amongst you know, our, our youth. So there's something evil going on here, something sinister. So again, profits over people, best case, um, you know, submission over safety, um, you know, depopulation. There's there's something evil at work here. It really is. It's good versus evil. Um, like on my on my uh, gab, I I posted 
that uh, it reminds me of the movie Little Nicky. You remember Little Nicky with Adam Sandler? Uh, his dad's the devil or something like that. Uh, he's in New York. Um, his the politicians, the people in power, they end up being. Um, you know, their bodies are taken over by his brothers. He's basically, they're basically demons, right? So they're basically running the city and the citizens in this crazy way, right? Because they're demons, right? And I'm like, um, if you've ever watched the movie, that's where we're at right now, because the people that are telling us what to do um, are pretty much these demons, because you can see these Cuomos and Newsoms and Pelosi's and Biden's and Harris and all these different types uh, just doing the craziest things. Fauci, that's that's what it looks like. We are we are living in the movie of Little Nicky right now, where the demons are in control of our, our leaders and politicians. So you got that. Then you've got this idiot here, Andrew Cuomo, right? So, you know, the guy that, same guy that put, you know, all the, the you know, the elderly, you know, in the, uh, the put all the, uh, the COVID sick people in with the elderly there in the retirement homes, the convalescent homes, you know, killed, you know, God only knows how many people because of him putting sick people in with the most vulnerable. All right, so now after his crazy, as they even point out, tyrannical lockdowns have destroyed New York, this idiot's begging, you know, for businesses to return after destroying it. And now they're talking about more lockdowns and more, you know, needle needles to the arm and all kinds of crazy stuff. You'd have to be out of your mind. Even that more than 100 of the Goldman Sachs employees are um, poised to leave. They're, they're, they're ready to leave New York. They want to get the hell out of New York. And they want to move to, guess where? DeSantis's Palm Beach, Florida. All right. I would live in Florida. I would. I would. Um, I did a lot of research and I found a, a nice city that I would love to live in. Problem is I got so much family on the West Coast and we got our church and family, lots of family, friends. And anyways, it looks like that dream will never be a reality for me. But um, anyways, anyways, um, DeSantos at least uh, temporarily is doing things correctly. I worry about uh, him in the long run because we've always been let down by our leaders. They start off doing great things. They bring us in, they put us on the hook. And then, you know, they bring everybody there and God only knows what <laughs> what the end game could be. I just hope DeSantis stays true to what he's doing because um, obviously people are flocking there. I've had plenty of uh, employees of mine, you know, leave California and move to Florida and they're working remotely. So anyways, um, you know, these hundred people from Goldman Sachs says that their salaries start off at $950,000. So, you know, there's a hundred million bucks minimum that, you know, is now taken out of New York just from Goldman Sachs. So you can see that uh, people are, are wising up. Then you can see this craziness here, like Delta and United Airlines are providing African migrant free flights to the United States. You believe that? So you got these miles for migrants that are, you know, helping bring in all these people that, um, you know, who knows what they have, right? You know, um, you have all these people that want to get in here illegally. And the looks like the Shapiro Foundation and the TripAdvisor Foundation works with Delta, United, Uber, and 50 non profit partners, um, you know, to start, uh, well, to help these miles for migrants and to start bringing all these migrants into the U.S. Crazy. You know, we've we've got uh, the border crisis, right? So you have all these these so-called elite leaders, officials, whatever, they're, you know, telling us we got to mask up and we got to take the jab and, you know, that we're going to be locked down while they got, you know, the border where you got this idiot abtard, abbot, you know, this guy's a complete freaking tool in my book. People are like, oh, he's great. I'm like, the guy's an idiot. The guy is an idiot at best, 
corrupt, evil at worst, because you know he's running for re-election, right? So he's doing just enough to kind of look like he's for the people. But this idiot, this abtard, he could have shut down the border day one. Day one, he could have just you know put his you know his um, his police force, state police. He could have put you know the national guard. He could have closed it up. These migrants trying to come over, these illegal aliens, you know, however unpolitically correct, I don't care. These illegal aliens, these people coming here illegally, um, he could have stopped all that, right? Instead, you know, millions of people are flooding through. You know, they say thousands, hundreds of thousands, but let's be realistic. It's across the, the border there between Arizona, between, you know, where you have these these rhino Republicans at best, where you've got Arizona, you got Ducci, you got Newsom in California, you know, you got Abbott in Texas. I mean, give me a break. You got New Mexico that's, you know, obviously not on the border, but, you know, right there, you have all these like corrupt, you know, governors. And um, they're allowing this stuff to happen. They're allowing this stuff to happen. And they say, oh, you know, we're going to put people down there and stop this from happening. Yet we see the video. We see the video where buses are waiting for them to pick them up and then drop them off in the heart of freaking Del Rio, right? I mean, it's it's crazy. It's crazy what we're seeing here. Um, and he can stop all this stuff. So you know that he's not for the people, regardless of what he's saying. He says one thing and does another. Remember, 14 days to stop the spread. Yeah. Anyways, here in the United States Post Office, and full disclosure, one of my companies, uh, Splash Factory, you know, we've built applications for the United States Post Office in the past. Um, you know, we created you know software for them, uh, not <laughs> not tracking uh, you know you know people, all right, uh, but tracking um, you know products because they have a problem with losing mail, as you know, and they're not able to find it sometimes very important items would fall off in a distribution center, end up underneath a conveyor belt, um, fall off a truck, whatever, they would know where it would be. Um, so we created a way for them to be able to track where those packages would be so people would get the packages. Um, I seriously doubt they manipulated that to do this, right? But anyways, uh, this here is uh, social media. So you can read this full article, but the headline says that enough. USPS admits it is spying on Americans. Law enforcement arm is snooping on social media posts and working with other agencies in covert operation, but won't reveal the details. Chief Postal Inspector, Inspector Gary Barksdale briefed lawmakers on the Oversight Committee Wednesday. He admitted that the USPS legal arm is spying on American social media posts. A government bulletin says that the Internet Covert Operations Program analyzes social media for uh, inflammatory posts like messages about planned protests. Interesting. The bulletin um, includes screenshots of posts with identifying information from Facebook, Parler, Telegram, and other social media sites about protests. Let me stop right there. Um, so many people keep talking about Gitter, all right? Damn it, people. <laughs> I keep hearing, you know, like Steve Bannon, right? I, I try not to watch The Worm that much, but because, you know, Steve, whatever. Uh, he brings on a lot of good people to give information, which is great, all right? So he brings on a lot of good people that bring information on. It's a good way to stay up on, you know, current events, things that are happening in the States. But why the hell do they keep pushing this thing Gitter? All right. Is it just because Jason Miller used to be part of the Trump campaign? Is Gitter paying, you know, the war room? Is Gitter paying, you know, these different people in the war room? I don't know. I don't know. But think about this. You remember Parler, okay? Um, you remember that they had their app on the Apple and Google store. And you remember that they hosted their information on AWS. Uh, hello? It's identical to freaking uh, Gitter. 
<laughs> so Gitter has their application on the Google Play Store, on the Android Store, and it appears their data is stored on AWS. Why do the people keep saying that they're the blowtorch of freedom, that of free speech? Why do they keep saying that this is a place you can you can go and not be censored? If you want something like that, you go to Gab, you go to Pilled. That's where you go. They've been there from the beginning. You can find them. They went through all of these issues in the beginning, and they've learned from it. And so everything is reliant on themselves. Their data is secure. Your data is secure. You can access them for the most time 24-7. They've been attacked in the past, but they've got that pretty well under control. You know, when you have something that works, people try to destroy it. That's just how people are. It's sad. But um, anyways, you know, with Gitter, right? And people, they're talking about Rumble. It's like, oh, Rumble. I'm like, look, I'll use some of this stuff because maybe, um, you know, maybe we'll be able to wake more people up because obviously we can't broadcast on YouTube. All right. They took us down. We had a, you know, quarter million of, you know, fam over there that they whittled down to 109,000 that they whittled down to zero. All right. Um, so we'll use some of these other platforms, but I want people to be under, to understand that they're not, they, they are all, in my opinion, going to go the way of parlor at best. All right. Because if you have your app on the Google store, you have it on the Apple store and you host your data on a place like Amazon or IBM, which appears to be Rumble. So Rumble has their app on Apple, on Google, data on IBM. <laughs> so that's that's the way it looks to me. Um, I could be wrong. Feel free to, to show me if I am. But from, from our quick search of looking where the data is served, it looks like it's um, on a soft layer of uh, IBM. So again, uh, how long do you think they're going to last once they actually attraction? So anyways, Gab and Pilled, all right? Then you got this, uh, he looks like he's straight out of Little Nicky. He looks like one of these demon-possessed people, right? You know, this guy here, um, I know you can't hear the video, but just everything about his, his mannerisms, everything about the way he talks, the things that he says, uh, none of it comes off as trustworthy whatsoever. Um, and, well, I guess we're not going to see him, so... I don't know what happened, but it's not going to play for us, so who cares? Whatever. Anyways, that is the Surgeon General. I'd be very weary. Um, over here, you can see on the Federalist.com, all right, um, is your kindergartner learning CRT? Rhode Island School tells mom it'll cost her $74,000 to find out. So again, the government um, uses our tax dollars however the heck they want, all right? So even if you don't have kids in school, you know, your property tax, your income tax, you know, your sales tax is still going to these schools that are teaching this crazy Marxist crap to our kids. And if you go back and you look at, you know, Karl Marx, total failure of a human, okay? The guy was worthless when he was alive, all right? Known by nobody. And the people that did know him, knew him, hated him, all right? The guy was, you know, a bum. All right, he only survived off the welfare of other people. The only exercise that fat SOB got was running from bill collectors, all right? The only reason why his books are even known is because of his partner, Ingalls, all right, that actually did most of the editing and nobody even knows what is Ingalls' words and what is Mark's words. You can go back and you can look, you know, it's not gonna be on CNN, but if you look at who this demon was, he was a horrible father, a horrible husband, horrible at keeping money. He, you know, screwed the help and got her pregnant, blamed, blamed it on his partner, Ingalls. The only reason why he was even able to live at all was off of the welfare of family and friends and him wishing death upon family to leave him inheritance money so he could survive. And then he would blow that, him and his wife would blow it really quickly, and they would be destitute and in poverty again. 
So Ingalls was the only one that was able to give him basically an annuity, you know, perpetual income to keep him alive because Ingalls was the same as him. They were drunks. They were, you know, party guys, philanthropers. They, sorry, they were just you know, chasing tail all the time. They didn't know how to make money, right? They could spend it. They didn't know how to make it. They lived on the charity of others. Both of their fathers were business owners that were successful, all right? So both their fathers were business owners. Both of them were spoiled brats, okay, to put it nicely. Ingalls gave him money so he could live in per perpetuity off that annuity. Otherwise, you know, Marx would have, you know, died in, in some alley, right? And the only reason why uh, Ingalls had money at all is because he realized that he was such a failure in life that he had to go back and work for the for the family business and take a position with his dad. All right. So now even Marx's daughter, when he did die, she published a bunch of a bunch of his writings. Well, guess what? Those writings weren't Marx writings. <laughs> they were actually Ingalls writings. And then, you know, of course, uh, Marx had an illegitimate son with the maid that he blamed on Ingalls, his friend, that then turned out to be, guess what, after Ingalls was on his deathbed, told the daughter, hey, look, that wasn't my kid, that was really, you know, Carl's kid. Anyways, horrible guy, racist, bigot, hated Jews, hated blacks. This is the crap that they're pushing. They're pushing, they're pushing this failed ideology that failed then, now, all right? It's never worked. Ever. These are the same people, these these low lives of the, you know, of the 18, 1900s, whatever, these low lives that couldn't survive without, guess what? Capitalism. <laughs> the capitalism of their of their parents. All right. If they didn't have business owners, none of these guys would have survived. So capitalism kept these these creatures alive. And their failed principles and writings and all that crap is what they're trying to force feed down our kids' throats to turn them into a bunch of, you know, woke servants of the state. So anyways, to find out if, you know, this this mother is uh, subjecting her kindergartner kid to uh, CRT uh, type programming, it says when Solis submitted requests to the school, the school rejected them, claimed the requests were unclear. The school even held a meeting to discuss threats to sue Solis. When attorneys from the Goldwater Institute submitted another request on Solis's behalf, the school said they could hand over the documents, but only if Solis paid more than $74,000 in processing fees. Crazy, crazy the stuff that they're doing to our kids, all right? Um, yeah, Twitter, cesspool, but again, this is one of those things where uh, it allows us to reach some of the people, uh, maybe with different ideologies, you know, people on the left that are waking up. So I still use it. My days are numbered. They've censored the crap out of me. Nobody sees my posts. It's impossible for me to keep, uh, you know, to, to keep the fam over there. Nobody sees my posts for the most part anymore. They're constantly taking down my posts and shutting me out for 24 hours. It is what it is, right? You know, it is what it is. But I can lie about vaccines and how effective they are and how they don't harm people and just show time after time after time after time that everything that they've said is a lie. They can post all that crazy stuff they want. Of course, you know, we just hit them with facts, science, data, truth, and we're the ones that are uh, blocked, right? So anyways, um, feel free to follow me over here on Gab as well. This is here where I do a lot of posting. I got to get out of here in 10 minutes. I got a hard stop. Um, so anyways, Robert Beatles, one word. All right. So Robert Beatles, one word on Gab. You can see right here. 
Um, if you haven't joined Operation Sunlight, make sure that you do. All right, so Operation Sunlight, share the uh, share the link with 10 of your friends and family. Just email it to them. Say, hey, get involved, right? Get involved. You know, just like Pennsylvania, we put this little thing right here where you can get the letter to the legislators. You can get their contact info. You can get Bobby Python's data. You know, that's just Pennsylvania. Once you sign up, you get access to all the stuff in the center that gives you different links to different data, things like that. Anybody that wants any crypto, um, you know, the Bitcoin and blockchain book, if you want to understand cryptocurrency blockchain at an appetizer type level, level, just click this enter button. You'll get the PDF literally in seconds. Costs you nothing. I don't spam you. I don't email you. You know, just feel free. Join. It's at CryptoBeatles.com. All right. What else do we got here? Let me check the chat. Let me uh, give one second here. Where is the chat? I'm going to have to refresh over there. Let's see if we got anything here on Rumble. So over on Rumble, um, Rennick, what's up, Rennick says, um, how, how much do you think the push from Dems to register women for the draft is about closing gaps in draft eligibility, considering the whole gender fluid situation that is being pushed? Here also streaming you on DLive and Rumble. <laughs> All right, thank you, Rennick. Love it, trifecta, right? So um, how much do you think the push for Dems to register women for draft is about closing gaps in draft eligibility? I don't think it's about closing the eligibility of draft. I think it's the watering down of our service members, right? You know, they're pushing the CRT stuff. They're pushing all that wokeism stuff. They're pushing men to be women, women to be men. They got women flight suits for pregnant women, right? You know, they got the little, you know, the pregnant belly housing on their flight suits. It's really just the watering down of our military, the brainwashing of them. Um, you know, as far as the draft, you know, God only knows if they bring that back. I mean, you can see that they're talking about having a kinetic war. You can see what's going on over there in Asia. You know, there's it's too hard to say. That could be one of the things that they do when the truth comes out about um, all these different states and how corrupt our vote is, right? God only knows what evil these people are going to do. Um, let me jump over here on the brainwashing of them. Uh, Foxhole. All right, what do we got here in Foxhole? So... I uh, see, guys, I'm hearing that new lockdowns, maybe, new lockdowns may be starting tonight at midnight in several states. Anyone hearing this? I've been hearing it's going to be mid-August, all right? It's possible, uh, and that comes from Media Social Man. I've been hearing mid-August, and I've got, you know, I'm putting together these groups, right, these uh, events, 800, 1,600 people, um, where I'm bringing them to know what a precinct committeeman is, all right? So we can start doing things at a local level, all right? Because we gotta get the word out. We have to take control of the party. We have to be able to take back our states, all right? So anyways, um, you know, it's really important that we all get together before, you know, some of these uh, mandated lockdowns happen. We gotta get out. We have to, you know, we don't wanna see these January 6th type events where they're locking people up. Um, but again, at some point, we all have to just stand up and say no more. You know what I mean? We have to just, what, what, the things that are happening to us are what we are allowing to happen to us because we simply are not saying no. If we just stop and say no, it's just some civil disobedience, just peaceful. What are they going to do? Seriously, if we're able to get together, um, you know, I mean, I can put together like 1,600 people in literally, I don't know, a couple of days. You know, I mean, Trump could get people, millions of people together in a day. <laughs> I mean, I can get 1,600 together in a day or two. Um, so, I mean, imagine what if you just went and grabbed your church. You know, maybe there's 100, 300 people there. Um, you know, you kind of organize and strategize at a state level. 
oh, we can end this rather quickly because you know these lockdowns, it's it's about submission. That's what it is. It's about submission. It's not about safety. We got to stop this stuff. And the only way it's going to stop is if we say enough. If we just keep being, you know, kind of complacent and just like, oh well, you know, I guess it's just more time to watch Netflix or you know, I guess I don't have to drive as much. Good thing Amazon delivers to my door. You know, you're you're missing the big picture. This is how it starts. Where it ends is we're talking railroad cars, man. We're talking, look at the Jews. You know, the German military did that to its own freaking people. People say, oh, this is America, it won't happen here. Communism is staring us straight in the face. This is the same thing that the Jews, they, they kept saying, oh, it's not that bad. Oh, it's not that bad. They just a little bit of the rights, a little bit of the freedom. And then the next thing you know, they're being extinguished. All right, they're souls. I mean, this is where we're at. Yeah, there's no you know nice and politically correct way to put it. I mean, I've been talking about this stuff in books and to people for 20 something years. I mean, <laughs> we're there. This is it's only going to get worse. People that are like, oh well, there's enough good people out there. No, you are the good people. If you're listening to this, for the most part, um, you're who we're counting on. You know, it's it's all of us to get people together that say no more. Let's see here. The majority of people being brought over from Africa are males. There is no record kept of these individuals. No ID required. They get, uh, yeah. So again, um, the same thing going right through the border uh, south, we, the south border. We know that they're coming from like 92 to 96 different countries, right? They are just, you know, just allowing them in. That's Biden's America. You know, the, and that's why Trump, Trump told us, he's like, people are destroying this country that have no, they have no, um, you know, no right to do so. And what he's saying, I believe, is these people got in there through fraud. These so-called elected officials aren't elected. These people destroying our country are frauds. They didn't get there legitimately and they have no right to destroy our country. And he says that several times. You know, I've always said, you know, listen to what he says between the lines, because he's usually right. The vaccine and why he didn't do things, I don't know. You know, I find it very hard to believe that he doesn't have access to the information. You know, anyways. Uh, Joel Lane says, uh, JJ Christian, yes, Foxhole is not working well. I'm sorry, you know, there's, you know, only a couple devs, they're doing the best that they can. So, you know, it's, you know, it's like anything. When um, you've got something new, you know, you're going to have some, some, uh, some speed bumps, some hurdles, you're going to have, you know, some issues, right? Uh, but they're, they're working out the kinks, so to speak. JJ says, uh, there's a fellow, and JJ is awesome. I love JJ. They, uh, he, she, I don't know if it's a guy or a girl, sorry. But uh, they're incredible. They are always uh, sending me uh, information on Telegram. We have a lot of uh, great chats back and forth. So love you, JJ. I don't know if you're a guy or a girl. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it says there is a fellow Trevor Loudon. He uh, resides in Florida and does excellent talks about CRT and Marxism. He came to Idaho to speak at the CA. So I don't know what that is, but um, awesome. There you go. Um, Tunkles one says Foxhole has been fine for me. You know, it could just be your internet. It could be Foxhole. I know we've had issues over there. Uh, just growing pains. It's growing pains. And Joanne says she uh, switched to Rumble. Foxhole is not working well. Okay. So anyways, so there are options. All right. There is options. We're, you know, streaming on Rumble too. So uh, as well as on DLive. So let me go ahead and empty the uh, the treasure box there. I've got to get out of here in a couple minutes. Looks like I'm going to be late. Um, so go ahead and empty this. Let's see here, how many pills, I'm sorry, how many lemons do we have that we can give out? Looks like we can give out about 79 or so. Let's see if it'll let me. I don't think it lets me do odd numbers. Let's see if it'll let me do it. Hey, let me do it. Okay, um, so I'm distributing the rewards. 
it's going to be out there in 29 seconds let me now go over to pilled and release the lottery all right so they got the lottery the scratch offs there um pilled is okay here we go i'm going to go ahead and release the lotto tickets right now it says that they were released so um yeah there we go we can see dave mc just got a gold pill all right cool so these are all going out to the fam i will be back um saturday or sunday i've got um you know some events that we're putting on we're trying to wake people up with uh, the precinct strategy trying to get people to become precinct committee men and women so their voices actually matter they're um, able to shape what happens within their state, within their party. It is super freaking important. In the meantime, um, you know, make sure that uh, you know you all go to Operation Sunlight. Okay, send that out. Let's um, let's start organizing and strategizing far better at a state level. You know, if these million people in France or however many there are, imagine if they actually did it strategically versus just going out there in the street and just, you know, hanging out. Imagine if they went to the places where the people within those buildings had the power to turn this around. Because at the end of the day, the people have the power, right? We have the power to turn this all around, but it's up to us. And if we just keep waiting for somebody else to do it, it's only gonna get worse. Ask the Jews, all right? People can say, oh, Beatles, that's a little extreme. <laughs> no, no, it's not. All you have to do is uh, look at Dr. Weissong and what he was talking about, these mandates, these lockdowns, it's here. It's just gonna get worse. We gotta stand up. All right. As always, I love y'all. God bless you. And over on um, DLive, the luckiest followers are followers, the luckiest family members over there. They call it luckiest followers, but we're just a big fam here. Big family. It says uh, Flawless in the USA got 24. Shaba got 14. Shahid 10. Rolling Stone got 8. Les Welch 7. So congrats. And over on Pilled, we got Dave MC, got uh, D Nicky. We got. Um, Dale Bursier, he just uh, donated a phone. I uh, love you back, Dale. And again, you know, we got the same middle name, right? So Robert Dale Beatles after my uh, after my grandparents, my, my two grandfathers, right? So Dale Bursier, Bursier, very sorry if I'm butchering your, your, your last name. Love you back. Uh, B-Tech Vendetta, love you back. You sent a can. Then, um, of course, we've got um, Joe Wayne got a pill. We got... Uh, uh, see sergeant get sparky we got pj we got joe elaine we got redbeard we got uh dale bursier we got uh, b-tech vendetta we got uh asty ball flawless in the usa all getting pills congrats um and again one of the things that we want to add to pilled of course is for me to be able to give out far more pills than this uh, algorithm that they've created to distribute pills so as always, I love y'all. God bless y'all. I will uh, play the video that tells us exactly what we have to do to take everything back. It's up to us. It always has been, always will be. We can't leave to other people's what we have to do for ourselves. So love you. God bless you. And I'll see you next Saturday or Sunday. In the meantime, make sure that you go over to Gab, type in Robert Beatles, one word, you know, hang out with us over there. I'm posting there every single day. Let's talk. All right. Love you. Hey, peeps, just a friendly reminder, Crypto Beetle shows are never financial advice, recommendations, or trading strategies. The views expressed here are solely that of Robert Beatles and his guests. Robert Beatles is the co-founder of the Monarch Wallet. 
host of Trading View Sessions, Crypto Beatles on YouTube, and on several entities. Robert's opinions here do not reflect that of those entities. Some information shared here may not actually be factual. These shows are for information and entertainment purposes only. Never invest a single Satoshi or penny in anything without first seeking the counsel and advice of a professional financial advisor. Robert Beatles is not a financial expert or advisor. Investing in anything is super dangerous. You can lose all of your money, so always trade at your own risk. Please help us grow the family. Give us a comment and review on the Apple or Google Play Store. It's super quick and easy. Just scroll down, click the little stars, comment, and just help us grow the family. God bless you. Love you. And I'll catch you all in the next one.